0: Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it, plus a couple less productive approaches. After two decades of coming up short, I realized I was focused on the wrong thing. Instead of trying to fill those holes, I've learned that building a life around them is actually a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of the Healing Path. Today I'm chatting about a post that I named Hot H-O-T. Over the years, I've heard different versions and statistics on the overall comparison of how many words women speak in a day relative to our male counterparts. Some studies claim that women use as many as 20,000 words a day, whereas men use something closer to 7,000. While the numbers are vastly different, it seems that the environment also impacts who is speaking and how often. There's lots of fun research on this to delve into with a quick internet search, if you're at all curious. Mercifully, our son Zach has been able to develop his language skills with intense therapy modalities over his 22 years of life. Although he can't always say what he needs or he is feeling, he's pretty good about being adamant to make a point even if it takes the rest of us a while to come around to understanding what he's trying to say. For example, a statement like my leg hurts could mean his leg hurts. It could also mean he has a hang now. <laughs> and it might mean he's trying to engage in conversation. And those are the words he uses to get it going because he can't really say, hey, mom, what's up? Another example of Zach's clunky but effective verbal communication style is the way he asks for music to be turned up louder or to be turned down more softly. Zach will say, turn it up, when what he means is turn it down. And he'll also say turn it down when he means he wants it louder. Usually within a few moments of asking him some questions, we're able to get to the heart of what he's trying to share. Once in a while, we will also ask each other, do you know what Zach's trying to say? I always feel terrible when I don't understand him. He's trying so hard. And the worst is when he gives up before we can crack the code. When that happens, I just get close to him and say, I'm so sorry, Zach. I know you're trying to tell me something. Please don't give up. But sometimes he does. And like I said, that's definitely the worst. So over the holidays, we took a road trip to the warmer weather. Zach's dad was driving, and I was in the back of our SUV sitting next to Zach. As with most road trips, there were snacks and chargers and drinks and electronics galore, cords and headphones, earbuds, and even a radar detector. There was a lot going on in that 2014 SUV. About 10 hours into the drive, as I sat behind the driver's seat, and Zach sat behind the passenger seat, I noticed that Zach was contently looking out the window, watching for big trucks and motorcycles, his favorite. The scene overall was pretty calm, and I closed my eyes for the first time since we'd hit the road earlier that morning. As I listened to whatever sounds were in the car, letting them blend in to create a busy but consistent background buzz, I started to deeply relax. I don't think I was sleeping, but I was definitely in my own world, quote unquote, as I allowed myself to surrender to the need for rest, even just for a moment. At some point when my eyes were still closed, I heard Zach saying, hot. He said it again, hot, hot, hot. He spoke with increased conviction as I came out of my relaxed state. What is it, Zach? I may have even felt a bit like, hey, I'm chilling over here. Just give me a few minutes, will you? But he didn't relent. Okay, what's hot, Zach? What are you trying to say? I asked with frustration and borderline annoyance. Just then, when I looked at the digital headphones that were plugged into the charger in the back seat, I saw smoke coming out of them. Zach pointed as he repeated again, hot, hot accentuating the T at the end. (laughs) I've never seen smoking headphones before, but these were nearly ablaze. I unplugged them from the charger and burned my hand in doing so. They continued to smoke long after unplugging them. And for a moment, I fantasized that they were going to cool off and work again. (laughs) Denial. Shortly thereafter, we located a store and pulled off the highway to replace these headphones. It was a long day for sure by the time we hit our destination around 10 p.m. that night. Whether we speak as female, male, prodigy, or child, the takeaway for me is that we don't always need to spit out a lot of words to be heard. Sometimes less is more. Zach may not speak as eloquently as some of his counterparts, but when push came to shove, he got his message across. And I ended this blog post hashtag proud with an exclamation point because I'm so definitely so proud of him. So, yeah, we don't have to use a lot of words to get our point across. And particularly in conversation, um, I know that as we get heavier into conversations, we sometimes let our minds drift to start mounting our response before we even finish listening to um, what's being said. And in those times, it might be good for all of us to just take that step back and condense what it is that we need to say instead of, um, you know, letting words fly out without even considering where it is we're trying to go. So thank you for listening to this episode of The Healing Path. As always, please visit lisamcfarland.com for more posts and to leave any comments you might have about this or another post. Until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And as always, thanks for listening.